0: Welcome to the sermons and teachings from the Catalyst Fellowship with Ipai Michael. We hope the the message message you're about to listen to will edify you and cause you to experience exponential growth. And now, the message. Very quickly, what does pneumaticus mean? I asked just now. It means spiritual. And it's an adjective that means to belong to a divine being. the context of the scripture it means to be spiritual to be of the spirit and there are few usages of the word pneumaticos we started this teaching in the Windsor camp meeting we said for example it can be used to refer to the spiritual man who is the spiritual man the believer right so the believer is born of the spirit do you see that so that's the word that qualifies who the believer is he's what born Of the spirit. So, and I explained this at length. We read John chapter 3 and verse 3. The Bible says, Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. The being born again there is talking about spiritual birth. Amen. Amen. You know, it's not talking about going back into your mother's womb to be born. It's talking about spiritual birth. We are born of the spirit. In verse 4, it says, Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born again when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus said unto him, most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and of spirit, and we've explained that, the word there is sky, which means unless a man is born of water, which is the spirit, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit is what? Spirit, hallelujah. So pneumaticus, first of all, is the believer. Because he's born of the spirit. And every expression of the believer is pneumaticus because it's inspired by the spirit that's in the believer. Are you getting this? So pneumaticus first is talking about the believer. We read First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 13. It says, these things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God. For they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are what? Spiritually discerned. He said, but he who judges all things, yet himself is what? Rightly judged. He says, the natural man cannot understand it, because it is what? Spiritually what? Discerned. So there's a comparison here between a natural man and a man of the spirit, Pneumaticos. Are you getting this? Yeah. First Corinthians 14, 37. I got to read many texts, so... <laughs> Pay attention. 1 Corinthians 13. Did I say 13? 14, 37. If anyone thinks himself to be a prophet, let him acknowledge the things which I write to you are the commandments of what? The Lord. So if if anyone thinks himself a prophet or pneumaticus or spiritual, that is of the spirit. Are you seeing that? So it's an adjective. It's qualifying the person. Natural qualified the man who is not of the spirit spiritual qualify the man who is of the spirit. Are you getting this? Galatians chapter 6 verse 1. Am I too fast? (laughs) Am I too fast? No? Yes? Okay. Okay. Those of you that take notes like I do, every single word, I might be too fast, but maybe pen down the text. Galatians chapter 6 verse 1, it says, brethren, if any man is overtaken in any trespasses, you who are what? Spiritual, You who are pneumaticos, restore such a person in the spirit of gentleness, considering yourself lest you should also be tempted. You see, the word again, pneumaticus, spiritual. Are you learning something? Romans chapter 6, verse 3. This time I'll give you time to open it. Romans chapter 6, verse 3. What does it say? Or do you not know that as many of us are, as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into his death. That just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk, walk in the newness of life. So he says, We are baptized into his death. How did that baptism happen? In verse 5, he says, For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, the body of sin done away with, that we should no longer be what? Slaves of sin. How were we made, or how are we born into Christ? How are we baptized into Christ? By the Spirit. Are you seeing that? So we are born of the Spirit. That's talking about new birth. Is this clear? When you got saved, Jesus had a walk in redemption. I taught this in, in, in the Windsor meeting. Jesus had a walk in redemption, but the Spirit also had a walk in redemption. Christ died for your sin so that you can be a house of God. Amen. And the way you become a part of God's family is by God's Spirit. So you are born of the Spirit. Does that make sense? You're born of the Spirit. Colossians chapter 2 verse 12. Buried with him in baptism. You see that again. Baptism. In which you were raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. First Corinthians 12 13. For by one spirit we are all what? Baptized into one body, whether Jews, Greek, whether slaves or free, and have been made into drink into what? To drink together into one spirit. Verse 14. For in fact, the body is not one, mem- one member, but many. So the believer is born of the spirit. The believer is what? Born of the spirit. Are you born of the spirit? Yes, sir. So you are pneumaticals, you are spiritual. You know, people think that what it means for someone to be spiritual is when they are doing special forces Christian. No. What it means to be spiritual is to be of the Spirit. Amen? Amen. So you are spiritual. Hallelujah. You're spiritual. Another context, another usage of pneumaticus is spiritual gifts. What does that mean? Well, gift inspired by... Gift inspired by... Spirit. Gift inspired by... you are correct. Some people are not just responding. So I'm looking at them like, don't you know what with you am? <laughs> gifts inspired by who? Spirit. The Spirit. Spiritual gifts. Remember adjective pneumaticus? That is, to be of the Spirit. Romans chapter 1, verse 11. It says, For I long to see you, that I may impart into you some spiritual gift. Pneumaticus. You see that? What makes it spiritual gifts? It's inspired by are you learning something? Pneumaticus. First Corinthians 12.1. 1. First Corinthians 12.1. Feels like I'm on the road, so I'm trying to slow myself down. <laughs> First Corinthians 12.1. It happens. I'm in one different space right now. <laughs> Alright, let's read together. That's what slow me down. Are you ready to read? First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. All right, read with me. One, two, go. Hmm. Are you there? Are you there? If you are not there, raise up your hand. If you are there, raise up your hand. Okay, the rest of you get there quickly. Are we there now? Alright, 1 Corinthians 12, verse 1. Let's read together. One, two, go. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you. Spiritual what? Gifts. What are they? Gifts. Inspired. Is this getting clear to everybody? You're understanding the context of pneumaticus. To be of the Spirit. Gifts. Inspired by the Spirit. And we experienced this in Windsor Camp Meeting, amen. We gave word of knowledge, word of wisdom, prophecies. We saw healings, Amen. We saw prophecies. Hallelujah. Amen. Even today, I'm sure a lot of you have received just from talking to yourselves. Amen. Amen. So, I don't think it's a new thing in the Catholic Church. We flow. Norma. Norma. Glory. 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 <laughs> so, that's not my walk here today. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Norma, we flow. First Corinthians 14.1. 1 Corinthians 14.1. 1 Corinthians 14.1. Are you all there? alright let's read together one want to go pursue love and desire spiritual what? what are they again? is that clear? alright I'm repeating it for emphasis so you don't forget alright gift inspired by the spirit another simple context we see in scripture is spiritual songs if spiritual gift is gift inspired by the spirit the believer is born of the spirit spiritual song is what? songs inspired clear? it's an adjective almost like you want to describe this you put a color, you say a yellow mic. You see that? So it's used to qualify a noun. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 17. Ephesians chapter 5, and verse 17. Those of you online, don't get carried away as well. Can you say hi to our folks online? So we have like a lot of people joining online. Okay, Ephesians 5, 17. Are you all there? All right, let's read together. One, two, go. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, which is in what? Dissipation. But be what? Filled with the Spirit. So, you remember, first of all, you can be filled with the Spirit if you are not pneumaticos. If you are not a believer, if you are not born of the Spirit. Then he says after that, what does he say next? Want to go? Speaking to one another in Psalms, in, in. And in what? Spiritual. So what are spiritual songs? Songs inspired by the Holy Ghost. Is that clear? you this is pretty clear. I don't have time. I wanted to address something. I see one brother yesterday was saying that you cannot chant. That chanting is not scriptural. You cannot this thing. There's a simple answer. The Bible says, if it says, I would pray in the understanding and I would pray in the spirit. What is praying in the understanding? Prayer that you understand with your mouth and with your mind. I would pray in the spirit. What does praying in the spirit mean? Prayer inspired inspired by the Holy Ghost. Because now your mind is unfruitful. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, the Apostle Paul did a full explanation of this. A full teaching of this. And a simple explanation is this. If a person playing a horn and doesn't play it in a pattern, would you understand? He compared that to tongues. Are you seeing what I'm saying? He compared that to tongues. So he said, you know what? Rather than confuse people, when we come together, let's, you know, let us one prophesy and let one speak in tongues. Because the Corinthian church, they were expressive in the gifts. It got to a stage, they, they, as I'm coming, they come. they'll be speaking in tongues, you know, rather than teach. So he needed to moderate. He wasn't, Paul said, I speak in tongues more than you all. He said, forbid to speak, he said, forbid not, how did he put it? Forbid not to speak with tongues, says but what desire prophecy so he's saying don't stop speaking but desire prophecy why the gifts of the spirit are for the edification of the body when you pray in tongues you edify yourself when you prophesy you edify others that's why he encouraged them that way now let's go back to that text I would pray in the understanding and I'll pray in the spirit if praying in the spirit is not understanding I will sing in the understanding and I will sing what then what is singing in the spirit singing in tongues. Amen? Amen? Your mind cannot understand. Is, that sim- is, is it simple? Yes, <laughs> I don't have time to explain too much. That's, that's not what I'm teaching. I've, some things are simple. A lot of people introduce their bias into the word of God. And I'm not, I was not surprised when you said that You know, his cessation is so... If you don't believe in the gifts of the Spirit, how can you believe in singing in tongues? And I think it's such a pitiful... <laughs> sorry. Wrong words, but it is pitiful because these gifts were given for the edification of the body, so you will suffer. Life will show you pepper, and you will not see any miracle because you don't believe in it. It's the truth now, it's the truth, it's the truth. Especially if you are not living, if you are even in UK now, where the system is working, I can say, Okay, you are now in Nigeria, where we are living on Holy Spirit and vibes. Amen. amen. We are living on the omnipresence of God and vibes that God shines His light on both the good and the weak. That's why some people are surviving. You know, <laughs> you say there's no supernatural, okay? Okay, amen. amen. We have seen the sick healed, I've seen people's life change. If you don't believe, <clears throat> amen. That's not, my, that's not my teaching. So, spiritual what? gifts. Which are what expressions inspired by the Spirit? Colossians chapter three, verse sixteen. I always say it in everything, and I will always continue to say it. My destiny is to walk in the supernatural. You have more to prove to me. You have more. The, the, the burden of proof is on you to show me that the gifts have stopped. Everything in the Bible tells us it will increase. Are you seeing what I'm saying? No, where did the Bible ever say they tried and it did not work? unless you add your own to the canon so how did you come up with a theology so comfortable to believe that billions of people now believe the gifts have ceased in our age no are you listening to me no nothing like that is in the bible no apostle said it Jesus did not say it nobody said it, nothing indicates that in scriptures nothing so how the devil is playing games and people don't know, <laughs> amen? amen. Playing, g- do you know the funniest? Like other things, at least I'll see where you went wrong because I see a text that might have misled you. But this one, this is just a decision, <sighs> amen. amen. Another context, spiritual blessing. So we're talking about three or four. Three, okay. Next one, spiritual blessing. What is spiritual blessing? Well, blessings of. It's a lie. That's not true. <laughs> Spiritual blessing actually refers to benefits as it ties to salvation and other benefits available to the believer by the spirit. I'll say that again. <laughs> benefits as it ties to salvation and other benefits available to the believer by the spirit. Is this clear? So you, you know you say Abraham's blessings are mine. Abraham's blessings. Are... <laughs> Amen do you even know what Abraham's blessings are are you see what I'm saying so spiritual blessing it was the type of blessing that was given to Abraham but the context of it in almost every context in scripture is salvation that you are blessed you know my friend and I read this said blessed is the man to whom God will not impute sin so to be blessed is to be accorded righteousness by faith are you see what I'm saying justification by what faith so that's spiritual blessing and the only way that happens to you is because you have the holy ghost because the holy ghost is the mark of god in you are you see what i'm saying the holy ghost is what the mark of god in you so when abraham said when when god told abraham that i'll make you father of many nations abraham had faith and bible says that god counted it to him as righteousness then god made a covenant to him and the way that covenant was marked in those days was by circumcision the male children that any family who has a male child who is circumcised the family is known as the people who are of god are you seeing what i'm saying but now in the new testament there's something called types and shadows things that god planned to do but he told us stories about it in the old circumcision is one of those things the real circumcision is the circumcision of the heart by the spirit you are marked as a child of God by his spirit so the way that those blessings are called to you is because you have the Holy Ghost clear? spiritual blessing is blessings as it ties to salvation to the believer by the spirit many of the things God wants to bless us with we received them the moment we received the spirit is that clear? so that spiritual blessing are you seeing that? Spiritual blessing, Amen. First Peter chapter two, verse four. This is this is not all these things I mentioned now. They are not the teaching. That's why I rushed it. Amen. I know I need us to go fast. So if you don't understand, just frown your face. I'll see your face. I don't know, and I'll take it again. All right. Okay. No spiritual blessing. Ephesians one three rather. Ephesians one three. The Bible says, "Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with." All spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. You see that? And what is that blessing? He explained it later. That Jews and Gentiles will be what? Will be saved by faith in who? Jesus. Is that clear? And how do you know who is of Christ? By the Spirit. Spiritual house. That's the next one. Spiritual what? House. Spiritual house is the next one is everyone following me yes, this is just a this is, this is a recap I'm doing <laughs> I've thought all of this before alright 1st Peter chapter 2 verse 4 the Bible says coming to him as to a living stone rejected indeed by men but chosen by God and precious you also as living stones are built up a spiritual house so you are built up to become what a spiritual house a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable unto God through Jesus so how are you a spiritual house I taught this also in that camp remember the tabernacle never housed God the temple never housed God because Stephen said God never dwelt in temples made with hands so nothing in those old testaments housed God it is only fitting that God cannot live in a house made by men he would only live in a house made by him and that's you amen that's why when he came to live in you ask the Holy Ghost he made you his house that's how you become the temple of God amen Jesus said I will destroy this temple and rebuild it in three days they thought he was talking about the temple they did not know he was talking about the temple of himself are you seeing what I'm saying he died and he rose again then he gave us the Holy Ghost and God came to tabernacle with us amen not just with us in us that's how you are a spiritual house are you seeing that? so how are you made a spiritual house? by the spirit, pneumaticus please is this clear? there's one other expression of pneumaticus we see in scripture that I didn't explain that day and that's gonna be the focus of today's teaching, spiritual wisdom what did I say? what did I say? who is lost? Is getting everything I'm saying? Okay. Spiritual wisdom. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 16. We're gonna read this together. Ephesians chapter 1. Please send a message to anybody who is not here. If you are online and you don't see people in the comment section, you know what. If you are, if you are on the meeting, I know some of them join in groups. Type your name in the comment section so that the workers can know who is not here and they can send messages to them. I'm begging them to be here. Ephesians one we're going to read together. Are you all ready? Yes, sir. You don't seem ready. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Mm. Some people are not still ready. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, Ephesians one let's read together. I want to go. Do not cease again. Want to go. Do not cease. Stop. Sorry. Again, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayer that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you what? Paul, who is speaking? To who? In Ephesians? Okay, Ephesus. Okay, okay, okay. You know it, that's good. Talk for yourself. <laughs> All right. The Apostle Paul is speaking to the church in Ephesus. And it applies to us because we are a church of Christ as well. Now he says, do not cease to give thanks for you. That is, he does not stop praying for them. He doesn't stop giving thanks for them. He says, making mention of you in my prayer. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of what? Wisdom. And in, in the knowledge of him. And he cannot be talking about another spirit because a few verses in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 13 he says in whom in him have you trusted after you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation in whom you have believed you were sealed with what? The Holy Ghost of promise. What does that mean? The moment you got saved you received. So why is he now saying he's praying to God to give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him? Are you going to receive two new spirits now? No, so what does it mean? That text is better rendered that he is praying that you would receive wisdom and revelation by the spirit. This is this clear wisdom and revelation by what is this also pneumaticus? Why by the spirit? So are you getting this? It's by the spirit, wisdom and revelation by the spirit whatever he's talking about is something that the spirit gives and I've told you time and time again that the next most important thing to a believer after salvation is what? Revelation knowledge so you know about revelation the Greek word revolution is apocalypsis, and it means the appearing of something the manifestation of something re- oh, I want not revelation again but I'm explaining revelation the enlightenment about something. is. are you following? He says that they would receive wisdom and revelation. Well, we know the revelation part. What is revelation knowledge? Revelation knowledge is the full recognition of everything that Christ has done for you. First of all, everything Christ has done and what you received because of what he has done. Does that make sense? That's revelation knowledge. But you know the revelation knowledge part. But do you know the wisdom part? Think about it. Every time we explain this text, we emphasize wisdom and revelation. And we pick revelation. We talk about revelation knowledge. That the apostle Paul is saying that we will receive knowledge about everything Christ has done. He's praying, he's teaching that they would receive. But we don't know the wisdom side of it. Are you following me? We don't know what? The wisdom side of it well there's a difference between wisdom and revelation revelation can be found in the word of god amen, amen. by careful study how do we get the revelation that the apostle Paul was talking about by reading his writing how in ephesians chapter 3 he said that when you read my writing the things i've written before you might understand my knowledge in the mystery of christ do you see that that's revelation that when we read the books of the of the apostles, the epistles, they give us clarity about the old testament, but we know the revelation part. How about the wisdom part? What is wisdom? The application of knowledge. The Greek word there is Sophia, it means skill or skillful. Are you getting what I'm saying? the word it's from another word sophos so we have sophos sophia those two words are where we get that word wisdom from sophia is where you get the english word sophisticated from are you seeing what i'm saying so you might have knowledge but what is wisdom skillful application is that you get what i'm saying skillful words. this is intelligent understanding of something The intelligence to it. When you say someone is intelligent, the person might not know everything in your in in your textbook, in your mathematics textbook. What makes him intelligent is his ability to skillfully apply. Are you seeing what I am saying? To in whatever situation he finds himself. Are you seeing what I am what I am teaching you? We know the wisdom, we know the revelation part, but we've not learned the wisdom part, and that's what I want to teach you today skillful application but that text also emphasizes something to us the same spirits that can give revelation can give wisdom what did I say the same spirits that can give revelation can give wisdom there's something called spiritual wisdom the bible says in proverbs chapter 24 verse 3 it says through wisdom a house is built and by understanding it is what? Established. What did I say? Through wisdom, what? A house is built and by understanding it is what? Wisdom. 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 Say wisdom. Wisdom. Many believers have revelation but lack wisdom. Are you listening to me? Today I'm not even here to address all the mysteries amen <laughs> many people lack wisdom and wisdom is available to us by the spirit of God are you getting what I'm saying so this is not a teaching on power it's a teaching on wisdom I asked I said why he said because people need wisdom I will assure you you would reference this teaching many times in the coming year. You need wisdom. Are you listening to me? If we can walk in spiritual wisdom, we'll find solutions to more than 80% of the things we pray about. Are you listening to me? More than 80%. Knowledge is important. But beyond that is the ability to apply all that you've learned. Many men of God know what I'm telling you. It's not just for us to call programs and meetings. And here is jam packed. Everybody's coming. You will continue to come for every meeting unless you learn wisdom. Are you seeing what I'm saying? There's so, listen, many things you receive in spiritual meetings, you cannot sustain because you don't have wisdom. Wisdom is the way to sustain. God's plan for you is not that you are always up and down, up and down, up and down spiritually. Eh -eh. Wisdom is the way to know how to apply all that you've received to keep yourself on fire forever. Are you seeing what I'm saying? I hope your heart is open. It's not about just having us packed here. Miracle from place to place. Well, that's small, isn't it? I told God something before Windsor. I said, Lord, we've seen miracles. What word of knowledge we've seen healing we've seen i said lord more more there's something that the general saw in their days are you seeing what i'm saying there's something they saw great men of or our robber john g Lake. amen there's something they saw papa kennedy again there's there, there are places that they functioned i said god more <laughs> amen and we will see more but in the middle of it you must learn wisdom because we are not raising men who are running around for miracles are you seeing what I'm saying we've almost turned Christianity to a a, a pleasure seeking factory the only place that people are gathered is not where they are growing is where prayers are answered you say you have prayer life but all you do in the prayers you go for is say amen. Amen. amen amen but you don't pray True or not, so we need wisdom. Hallelujah. We need wisdom. It's wisdom that will make you know that even though I've taught you that you have the Holy Ghost, as far as I am in Canada, you need a healing. Pastor does not have to always come and lay hands on you. A brother holds hands with you. You have the same faith that is God the Holy Ghost. I've got the Holy Ghost. Something can happen now. And you pray, that's wisdom. It's wisdom that will keep your devotion in check can I tell you what the thing many of the people you think have the best devotion it's not like they don't travel now they travel and they don't pray three days when they are traveling but they don't come home and beat themselves sucking, (laughs) I want to come back to your presence Lord, no they have wisdom to know that they can take from within and put upon, are you seeing what I'm saying they have wisdom to know that the Bible promises that God's presence is never going to leave them going to teach about that this night so they are not going to come and say cast me not away from your presence oh god take not your holy Mm -mm 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 -mm. he says the holy ghost will abide with you forever so wisdom is knowing that even though your altar seems shattered i need to just start again. do you know that in normal things in this life is usually harder to build and easier to destroy in spiritual things i've seen that it's easier to build have you noticed when it comes to anything that has touched the power of God it takes less effort to get it back where it needs to be look at the altar that Jacob went to he picked a stone he wanted to sleep casually and he saw a vision and theologians are saying that same site was where Abraham had built a temple before so even though that tabernacle that altar had crumbled the power of God was still there all he needed to do he did not even know he just slept there so your prayer life is looking like you've poured seven drums of water when well, Elijah called down fire from heaven on something that was cold forever. That's how it works in the spirit. You can take from within. You can put upon. You can see somebody else and just like, you just attract to the person and you people just pray, Papa, that's why corporate prayer, even if you have not prayed 17 years, you, are, you cannot a believer. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Even if you have not prayed in a long time, you go for one corporate meeting, hold hand with another. Have you not noticed some people that have not prayed like two weeks? They go to give word. That, that's because the things of the spirit always respond. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Wisdom is knowing how. How? That's what I'm here to teach you. Revelation, you flow. Don't we? You know the word. I spent the whole of this year teaching you Old Testament, New Testament. But this meeting is about wisdom. Say wisdom. Wisdom. Say wisdom. wisdom. I'm telling you. Coming from me, and the miracles we've seen, you know I'm not trying to say that the supernatural is not real. But there is something wisdom gets for you that can sustain. The things you've received. Are you learning something? I was listening to a message. The person preaching spoke about Pastor Chris. He said, Pastor Chris said that if half of the people that come to his meetings for healing, drink water, <laughs> they will not need healing. That is simple wisdom. Wisdom. So now you're running up and down. Drink water! Sleep! <laughs> Amen! Amen! That's what I'm here to teach you. Amen. So, you want to have a great 2024? Gain wisdom. It was Apostle Selman that said, this person I mentioned his name on our public platform. <laughs> you know, Apostle, I love him because the earlier part of my work, even though I don't follow him now, the earlier part of my work with God, you know, I give him. <laughs> when you hear me preach, you know that I've touched something from somewhere. i would not say that. Amen. Oh, you you know, Abby. Okay, good. I just honor him. Mm -hmm. glory to God. He said, In all, he always reads this text. In all you are getting, get wisdom. Get what? Wisdom. Get wisdom. You want to have a great 2024 and the rest of your life? Learn this. Lend this. Many of the things you struggle with, especially in your devotion, need to be solved. Learn this. For a church who is concerned about crowd alone, there might be no need to teach this. But as a ministry truly interested in impacting your life, this must be taught. Amen. Amen. The goal is not just prayer, meetings, you are filled. No. You will learn. You can, sus- listen, many things prayer alone cannot sustain. It's principle that will sustain it. you get what I'm saying it is what I believe in the supernatural but I know what I'm saying are you getting this think about this Jesus walked on water but that did not mean he never had to use a boat are you getting what I'm saying it doesn't mean he never had to use a boat so it means that when the storm was waiting and they said ah master why are you sleeping do you want us to die Jesus could walk on water he could walk on water why because principles will never be replaced by power are you get what I'm saying it will never be it will never be even though Jesus rose Lazarus from the dead other people died in that vicinity It ignores every dead. Amen. Amen. It's a natural way. And the person who sets those natural laws there is God. Things would occur naturally for as long as we're on this earth. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you learn this, you'll be sustainably victorious. Are you getting what I'm saying? If God's people would walk in victory, it will not be by power alone. It would be by wisdom. It will be by wisdom. It will be understanding principles. Please, are you learning something? Proverbs four seven. He says, "Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom." I used to do that to wake you people up. Get what? Wisdom. <laughs> wisdom. In all your gettings get understanding. Principal there means chief. So in all you do, get wisdom. Proverbs 8-10 Receive my instructions and not silver. And knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies. Are you learning something? Proverbs chapter 10, verse 13 Wisdom is found on the lips of him who has understanding. But a rod is for the back of him devoid of understanding so it's like they should flog you for okay, walking foolishness. <laughs> Amen. Wisdom. Wisdom. <laughs> Proverbs 11, 12. He who is devoid of wisdom despises his neighbor. A man of understanding holds his peace. Proverbs 13:10. By pride comes nothing but strife, but with the well-advised is wisdom. Proverbs 16:16. How how much better to get wisdom than gold? And to get understanding rather than silver. These are texts that tell you get wisdom. So I'm going to talk about a few areas where you must be wise. And the first one will shock you. A few areas. Okay. I'll put it as the second one so it's not shocking. <laughs> a few areas where you must be wise. Number one. You must be wise with your time listen there is a there's there's an urgency to this the lord had been teaching me this and telling me about this for a long time and one day i had my spiritual father talk about this and i said ah god how did we miss this we especially at the stage that we are we need this Be wise with your time. Listen, there's an urgency to this message, especially with the age grade that many of us are in. There's an urgency to this. Be wise with your time. Both Kronos and Kairos. What is Kairos? Opportune time. What is Kronos? Time that is in order. Systematic time. Normal time. Amen? Be wise with both of them. Well, you know Kairos. I've taught you about Kairos before, right? You know what that is? It refers to critical and opportune moments a person can put all his efforts into time and have 20% impact and another person can do something at the right time and have 100% impact that's Kairos that at critical and opportune moment if you do the right things you will get maximum result. it doesn't matter what you do if you plant out of season your labor will be plenty are you see what I'm saying? Take a seed and put it in the ground in the time that is not the season, you would put 80% effort for it to survive. But guess what? If you plant in the right season, 20% effort will get it where it needs to get to. Amen. That is time, opportune, critical moment. That in your life, if you can discern God's opportune time, you would soar like the eagle, you would fly. Are you see what I'm saying? Things that others struggle to get, you will get easy. I are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? You must be wise with your time. In Matthew chapter 16 and verse 1, the Bible says, The Pharisees also, with the Sadducees, came and tempting him, desired him that he would show them a sign from heaven. He answered and said to them, When it is evening, you say it will be a fair weather for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be a foul weather today for the sky is red and lowering. Oh, ye hypocrites. You can descend the face of the sky but you cannot descend the signs of the time. Jesus walked in understanding of time. Are you getting what I'm saying? Opportune time. Rebekah met Isaac at opportune time. You can be at the right place at the right time. I know it's like the back of my hand. It is possible. Are you getting what I'm saying? It is what? Possible. I have met many great people that have impacted my life by opportune moments. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Opportune moments. Kairos. Like, like, I cannot explain it. But that's just what it is. Our ministry is a testament of that. Ah, la mania kapai. Too much. Too many coincidences. I don't even count again. Opportuned. Opportuned, hallelujah so this is possible and this is real this is real i'm emphasizing this because what i want to say next does not cancel this are you seeing what i'm saying kairos is a real thing it's real very very real i've met people that have favored me in canada that i did not know them the day i was taking the flight Even the person that picked me up from the airport took me to the Airbnb and brought me food. I did not know her before I took my my flight there. Talk about opportune time. (laughs) You know, I'm going to talk about this a lot today. I worked McDonald's for a few months just to settle things for myself while I was looking for jobs. And I wanted to travel down here last year for camp. I think I came to Abuja also, emphasis, right? I, I came to Abuja, yeah, after the Lagos meeting. Now, no, that was the wedding period. I came to Abuja. December, I didn't come to Abuja. I was in Lagos. Now, I said, I wanted to come. I said, I need two weeks off. They said they cannot give two weeks off. I have to quit and come and apply again. I said, take your job. I came here. We did the meeting. I went back, jobless. But listen, while I was writing exams, just before I came here, I just met this lady. You know, she's Nigerian as well. And we're in this marketing class together. And I was talking to her about, oh my God, you know, McDonald's. And she was asking me, how about McDonald's? In my own, I was just telling her all the things. Like, ah, it's frustrating, this, this, this. She just said, ah, there's a job, oh. I said, what? And just from that conversation, I got a job where I only went to work physically once a week. And I was being paid more than the rate I was being paid in the other place. Opportune time. Hey, listen, hey, he, 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 he. Hallelujah! Yeah. I know it's like the back of my hand. Our ministry has enjoyed it. That, we don't play with time. We don't play with time. I remember when I had to plant our church in Babcock. Nothing looked like it was going to work. So the leader of the church in Babcock called me and said, "Sir, I don't think that we can." We are changing for a, I changed it. I said, ah! If God has said, don't, it don't... See, even if it's canopy and clapping, just do it because God has said, start at this time. And you will not believe what happened. I was cleaning the husband one day. I just received a call. I was like, should I pick I just picked. I said, hello, how are you doing? I said, oh, hi, Pastor Mike. I remember you said something about the church in Babcock. Is that still holding? I said, yes, yes, it's still holding. so how much are you going to need? I, you know, I had not thought of it, so I know, no. I said, like, ah! She said, with 300k be good. I said, ah, okay, send, send, send. And that's how we started the work. Oppo- listen, opportune. Imagine I was, I was saying, we're not ready. Let's move it to next semester. Let's. <laughs> God have looked at me That like, it is not serious. Opportune time. Amen. Amen. I know why I emphasize this. Jesus walked with this a lot. He was in a wedding. His mother said, he said, don't you know it's not my time? Some of you show yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. He took conscious action with time. Hallelujah. This is important. He was teaching, you know, in, in a particular place. He asked him the same question. He said, My hour has not yet come. He said that enough to three times. My hour has not come. Specific time. Abraham had Kairos on his side, he had prophecy on his side. He met some men. He welcomed them into his house. And that was how he was blessed. Are you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> some things I cannot share. Amen. Amen. He welcomed them. And that was how he was blessed. He took advantage. Imagine you saw and say, hey, 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 Is that your porch? Why are you standing there? Walk away. <laughs> but he didn't do that. But there's a the second side of this coin which will be my emphasis today. Because this opportune time is supernatural. There's nothing natural about it. It's supernatural. But there's a second side of the coin. It's called Kronos. Listen, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. (coughs) Listen, there's a reason why I'm rushing the beginning because the end is lengthy, so I want to cover ground and I can take my time and explain. Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 27. If you are sleeping, you can stand up. (laughs) No shame in standing up. but you must hear this one to the end. Hebrews 9, 27, are you all there? Yes, Alright, let's read together. 1, 2, go. Hmm. <laughs> I thought you were there. I'll give you a few minutes. In Hebrews 9 27. Yes, sir. All right, let's read together. One to go. Yes. Stop. Can we read it again? One to go. And it is appointed for men to die once. But after this is what? Listen, I want to emphasize something to you about the second side, which is chronos The Bible says it is appointed for men to die once. And after this is what? This shows you, first of all, that there is an end to our time on this earth. Listen to me, there is what an end to our time on this earth, and one of the biggest ways that you would see that God is a God of principle, even though He's a God of the supernatural, He's also a God of principle, is in this strange reality we're about to talk about. The fact that, as great as the gospel is, it can cover you no matter who you are, no matter your past, no matter what you've done. No matter how long it took you to find the gospel, you know it be like the reason why I cannot accept it is because so somebody did bad now on his dying bed, he believed if he truly believed he's saved. No matter how long it took you, the guy on the cross beside Jesus, hey, I will see him in paradise. No matter how long, this is how blanket covering the gospel is and salvation. But guess what? No matter how gracious we see that in, it can only cover you while you are alive. Did you hear what I said? There is a time limit to it. It is appointed for a man to die once. So, listen, even if it's your final second, uh, before your heart did the last, mm, you had faith. You will still be saved, but once he passed that line, nothing can be done. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Nothing can be done. The rich man said, "Go and tell my family. They have prophets. They have prophets that will tell them nobody is going to come from here to come and be preaching to you about hell again." This is said. I saw two packs of in hell. I thought. God said that He's not sending anybody from hell to come and preach to us. Stop scaring us. <laughs> Let's listen to the gospel. I saw two pack in hell. I saw this one in hell. They were dancing. Then they took me to. <laughs> you saw Bethel in hell. What? <laughs> you saw to in hell. <laughs> Amen. It is appointed for a man to die once once you cross this realm, that's it. Do you know what this shows us? That there are parameters at which you can even enjoy the mercies of God. As gracious as God is, as much as God wants to bless you, as free as all the gifts are, there are parameters. If you cross those parameters, are you learning something? There are parameters. The problem is that we have subconsciously overemphasize the God of mercy more than the God of principle that's why you will not read for your exam you will fail you will not be saying mercy Lord mercy Lord mercy. Well, so you should go and enter the heart of your professor now <laughs> amen do you know the funniest thing I know people who have had genuine testimonies I have I remember one day me, this man of God here and one of our friends we wrote one test, engineer show. Sure. I can never forget. Hey, that man does not have any black hair. Gray. That man has been once the VC of Babcock. So when he fails people, they can't do anything to him. <laughs> BUCC, yes, you know him. Oh, he has got your strong team. That's good. <laughs> he taught us one course, instrumentation and measurement. It's that kind of course that all the answers in the options are correct. Choose the most correct. 5 5 over 100. Is it not the same thing? Ah, man. He showed us. So, we are going to check the results. We can't sing for road. Me, him, (laughs) and our friend. We don't sing for road. Only you can do. What the man can do. (laughs) You know the funniest thing? We actually passed by a simple margin. And we know that now, because they ask for all of us. Now, why we reach there? hey are you getting what I'm saying you know that's what they do actually in schools when they see that a lot of people don't pass the thing they cannot add to you and leave for that one so they'll just move everybody up to the point where you see 70 you think you got 70 you don't know that it's because the person that failed failed so there are seven marks for you to reach there amen but listen I see that as the favor of God that you know the man we've it in his heart to move us to the point where we even cross the line are you see what I'm saying? I've seen people who have had these testimonies. But listen, it gets to a point. Because there are parameters. There's a, this is a God of principle. Yes, are you see what I'm saying? If that thing happens to you two times, you will graduate medical school, you go and be killing people because you've not learned. Are you following? What, are you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I like that I'm in Nigeria. I'm preaching with my... I'm picking my words. Be. <laughs> Let's, let's talk in, in the reality of it. Listen. It gets to a point where you will pray that same prayer and nothing will happen. Because the God of mercy is also a God of principle. That's why you will do Yahweh and come and be giving thanks to God in church. He's a mercy, mercy, Lord, mercy. But he's also a God of principle. And one day they will catch you. <laughs> Amen. Am I swearing, I'm not swearing. I'm telling you the truth. Because you are defrauding people that are working with their money is also a God of principle. Subconsciously, all we know to ask for is mercy, mercy. But we, we we don't know that God is a God of principle, and you should you should work hard. Work hard, study, amen. You, don't, you didn't do well. And you are God. Change the story. Change the this. Change the that. And God is good. Maybe once or twice you will see it. But there are parameters. There are times when you do it. And nothing, nothing will happen. Because God has to also show you. That this world functions. in. Listen. No matter what. You will need a boat to cross a river. Amen. Amen. This is important. You are praying for that job. Now they put you as a manager in a top company. You have no negotiation skill. You cannot pitch. You know nothing. If you receive something by grace, you will sustain it by hard work. Are you listening to me? If you receive something by grace, you would what? Sustain it by hard work. Some people, you want to sustain it by grace too. Okay. There are parameters. God can help you meet the person that will give you the job but He will ask you a simple question: What is in your hand? What, what can you do? So you cannot so bab, you cannot bab. They want to favor you, you cannot do anything. Graphic design, Pssh, mba. photography, Pssh, zero. Now the person is looking at you. H- how can I help you? How <laughs> money. <laughs> And that's the point because it also gets to a point where the person cannot always give you money. Please, are you learning something? The person cannot always give you money. We, 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 ah, God, that's why I said everybody should join because if you live with your table still streets, it's the grace of God. Amen. It's the grace of God. Hallelujah. A lot of people need to hear this. That even salvation, as merciful as God is, has parameters. How much more the other things in this world? Forgiveness is something you can only take advantage of in time. Once you leave this earth and you leave this time, phew, that's it. No more forgiveness. Oh, the Lord, truly, <laughs> no more forgiveness. This is wisdom in, redem- in, in the redemptive work. But there's wisdom you can take in other things, because you need to hear it. We don't do things at the right time and we are anticipating the message of God, forgetting that God is a God of principle. And there's something about this approach that is creating us a habit of irresponsibility. You have many irresponsible people, it's just something. So now you don't want to work hard. The Lord has called you. Now you are not washing plate at home again. You say, Mommy, don't you know the grace of my life? What? <laughs> Amen <laughs> are, are you seeing what I'm saying What I'm talking about is important God is a God of principle The Bible says when he created the world He put in You know the plants The seeds to reproduce after themselves That is he wants things to happen Naturally without his involvement As it were even though God is the source of everything, he created things to function by themselves. Are you getting what I'm saying? Open your Bibles, Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. Because yes, you know Kairos, but you must know Kronos. Genesis chapter 8 and verse 22. Are you ready to read? Alright, let's read together. 1, 2, go. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not what? cease. Someone needs to keep me in track of time. Let me know when I have 30 minutes. Mike? Closer. Why? You cannot hear me. Oh, okay, sorry. (laughs) Okay. So, Genesis 22, let's go again. One to go, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and what? Shall not cease. So, this is simple. Winter, summer, day, night, it will not cease. Things will continue to happen. No one is exempt of this principle no matter who you are. Amen. No one. You know how many times I used to wish that there are more than 24 hours in a day? No one is exempt. No one. There is seed time. There is harvest. Do you know what that means? You must labor to reap. <laughs> Amen. You know, I was listening to someone talk about this. He said, he said even this one now, you've turned it to sowing and reaping scripture. This one that is emphasizing labor, hard work. You want to use it for sowing and reaping. He said, seed time. Harvest. So, there is, you, you can take seed and put it on the table and pray. It will not thrive. Unless you water it, you put it in the soil, and you labor over it. Are you get what I'm saying? It will not thrive. It might start its growth, but it will fall. It will not thrive. It's a simple principle. You have to walk. Prayer is important. Miracles are real. But you will never replace labor with miracles. You must labor. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you must be wise with your time. You must be wise with your chronos. What are you doing with your time? The Bible says, see that you walk circumspectly. Redeeming the time. Do you know what redeeming the time means? Buy back lost time. That's what it means. Buy back what? Lost time. time. What is taking your time? Redeeming it. Listen, you must be conscious of time. If you want to live a purposeful life, you must be conscious of time. The things that God has sent you to do, they have parameters. Listen, even the instructions of God over your life, there's a parameter to which if you don't do it, God will raise others to do it. Did you hear what I said? Has it happened to you before? God gave you an idea. Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, two months, then you saw somebody's flyer. The same thing. (laughs) god It's not only you God is talking to. God will raise men. If you are not careful, they will take over your own territory to your space. So it's in a parameter. Leading's are time-specific. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Leading's are what? Voice of the nations, voice of the nations. You've been receiving that word since 2020. You've not done anything about it. Are you learning something? Don't waste your time consider time. Put things in perspective. If you are young, don't waste your time. If you are old, it's not too late to get on track. Don't waste your time! Amen? Amen. Don't what? This is important. Very important. There are things that you will not escape by prayer. I'm repeating it again. You would only escape by proper time management you get what I'm saying? Proper time management. You can pray for Kairos moments. But if you don't do something with your Kronos, you'd have wasted your time. Let me tell you what I mean. Kairos happens once in a while. But if you are waiting for for Kairos and you don't take advantage of Kronos, there's a problem. Meaning, if you don't get an opportune time, nobody has ever favored you. Some people will get the same thing you are getting by one time. Kairos by proper Kronos. What do I mean? What you are looking for opportune moment and the favor of God for some people will get by sheer hard work. So don't waste your time. What did I see? He I will not waste my time. If we want to be successful in all that God has called us to be you must learn this. You must. Many of you are coming out of school now Serving, doing your masters. Some of you started working. Some of you have been working for a while. You must be time conscious. Don't slave away. That's one thing I realized that, you know, appearance generation always tried to do. Don't slave away. You work for one man for 17 years. But the, the assignment you have with God now, phew, Zero. Save the Lord in the day of your youth. God does not have use of you as as an old man. I'm I'm telling you something that I know from scriptures well. Have you seen when when he tells old old men to be doing ministry everywhere? Yes, their ministry is not going to end but it cannot be compared to the days of your youth. Save the Lord in the days of your youth. Give him everything. Hallelujah. Our parents, you know, they, they don't hustle their own hustle, though. No. And they don't hustle, no. My father will be telling me, him and his friends, they used to do vigil in each other's house. That's when I knew that. Eh, so me now, nah, I don't go hustle my own hustle. You. you don't hustle your own also. You don't do fellowship. You don't do campus ministry. Please, are you learning something? Hustle your own, no. also Hustle your own. They followed God in their day. Follow God in your day. Amen. Amen. Follow God in your day and thank God for parents that are still active in the faith. And we pray for those who are not anymore, but by God's grace you will not have a better yesterday. You say, ah, those days when I used to, ah, ah, no. God forbid. God forbid. I will continue to pray like I'm praying now until I can't anymore. Are you listening to me? Ah, what, what is those days when we used to? What happened to now? Does, does old age come with less fervency for God? The problem is life happen. Life will not happen to you. I pray for you. <laughs> Amen? Amen. And that prayer does not mean that things will not happen that will be challenging. It means that even though you face tough situations, by the wisdom of God, you continue serving God. In your old age, you will serve God. Amen. So do something with your chronos. even as you are with Kairos. Are you getting what I'm saying? Do something with every day while you await opportune moment. This is a, Do you know what I'm teaching you? Is a simple business principle. You can't work in an organization and they give you a task and you say, I stopped doing every other thing because I needed clarity. Everybody's going to look at it like, what's wrong with you? Be resourceful at least. Do some research. Are you seeing what I'm saying? This is what is expected. So in your life, and, and, and that waiting for Kairos creates in us an entitlement mentality sometimes. So you, are, you have an entitlement. Someone must favor me. Nobody don't ever favor me. What if no one favors you? So you waste the rest of your life. Please, are you learning something? Please listen to what I'm teaching you. Be time conscious. In the next three years, what do you want to be doing? How much money do you want to be making that will afford you the privilege in the plan that God has given to you? Be time conscious. Consider your age. Consider where you are going. Amen? Save the Lord in your youth. In your youth. Consider it. Plan. Manage your time. What did I say? Manage your time manage your time. When he says buy back lost time, the cumulative amount of years we've spent on other things outside the most important thing in our life, which is the service to God. It doesn't compare. So serve the Lord with all your heart, with everything you have. Plan. Manage your time. If you manage your time well, I've seen people, they are doing ministry, doing their lives, and they are successful. Amen Manage your time What did I say Do the right things at what I beg We were in school We wrote exams And I can assure you No exam Ever made us Miss church And stop the things of the spirit Because even when I'm not prepared It's not God's fault It's me that did not manage my time I remember one day, ah, I had one quiz. And we had choir Reza. I said, Lord, what shall we do? And it was one of those tough men in school. Ah, I said, Lord. So I took exc- You know the funniest thing? I could not even say why I was leaving Reza. Because even me, I know. Some of you, ah, say, I, 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 I've tried to understand that you have exams. exam. It's not me that sent you to school. <laughs> Amen. You understand? It's not me that sent you to school, so... We we could not... I don't know about... Now, you used to tell me, and that's fine. I don't have a problem with it. But then, I don't know if you talk anymore. I think because we just had more value for souls. We had more value for souls that we didn't see ourselves only in this small vicinity of Babcock, or wherever we were, or whatever university you were. We, We saw what we were doing bigger than us. We saw it as bigger than our lives as a privilege to do ministry. Ah, Lord, I don't take it for granted. So that day I said, I have to go. I need to do some things. So I was walking. I know some of you know Babcock. By the time I got to New Horizons, Ah, I said, Lord, what am I doing? I turned back. I was not working slow. I said, because the truth is this, when you get to your room, you probably only read 30 minutes and you watch film the rest or you sleep. Amen. And if you are not even going to sleep, if you're going to study, you just know that this is going to be done soon. I could have either prepared before, or I can take time to... Listen, when you know the call on your life, it will require extra efforts. That's what I'm teaching you. When you are balancing your life, the thing that must suffer must not always be God. Every single time, what is going to suffer? God, God, church, fellowship, Every every time... God mustn't be what will suffer. I'm teaching you wisdom. Manage your time. What did I say? Manage your time. What level do you want to reach in your career in the next three years that would afford you the privilege to do ministry the way God wants you to? Amen. Manage your time. The Bible tells us about 10 virgins, five were wise, five were foolish. This means that you can be moral, but be foolish. You can be prayerful, but be foolish. You can even be faithful, but be foolish. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Were they virgins? Yes, <laughs> are, are you listening to me? You have to manage your time. The wise ones knew we would need more. They prepared ahead. While well, the foolish ones did not. So be wise. What did I say? Many of you can do better in your life. Better with time management. This is my call to you to be better. Are you learning something? This is what? My call to you to be better. Invest in a skill that would afford you financial freedom. I don't know what fate it is to make you wake up in the morning, you join morning prayer, you sleep till 6 p.m., 7 p.m., you join evening prayer, you repeat that for your life for three months. No work, nothing. You now become you, you, you don't do such. Are you listening to me? You, you have to work hard, you have to. Invest in a career that would afford you some liberty to do things that you want to do for God. Money, career, all these things. They are not your purpose. <laughs> I think today the Lord has just opened all the gun that I want to shoot. Kingdom financier, that's not a ministry. Oh. <laughs> hey. shall I say it again? A word is enough. It's not. It's not. Mates are praying, winning souls for Christ. You are in Stambika BTC. Want to become a kingdom of... heaven. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I believe that the Lord can strategically position people in places of wealth to be able to help the church. But that's not ministry. Even with that, we come, come, we pray six hours together. <laughs> Like be making seven billion. Come. Let's pray. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Because this is ministry. Can I talk about the other one? Someone. (laughs) (laughs) You they do Zeruba bell, Zeruba bell. (laughs) Zeruba bell. Music ministry in the world. But you know they pray for church. They go corrupt you. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You are doing okay, you are there. We don't know your spiritual father, we don't know what church you go to on Sunday. Now they say it's hard to pastor celebrities. Eh, uh-uh. They themselves, they are, they are the ones, amen. There's nothing about you, there's no stage that in your life, no cater in your life you get to that you'll be bigger than the church of Christ, no cater. Come with your you de Parfum. Come, sit down in the place. Let's pray. Amen. We will put a seat in the church. But pray. You see that six hours? Pray it with us. Amen. Please be careful. There is a way wealth takes people to a place where they don't fit again in the place that they need the most in their life. That they don't fit in the place that they are most, that that they need to be the most. Church will always be your home. Amen. Amen. It's because many people did not learn this, that as they started to grow bigger, they transitioned into the secular. Tunde, we know you. You were in choir. All these Afrobeat voice that you are doing now. It's choir. It's choir. Have you noticed that? one of the most, let's say effective, popular interpretation to even secular music now, is gospel beats. Even, that was what Otanit uh, Sound started doing. Then the old world started doing it now. All the feels that they use, all the feels they use, all the leaks, the bass feels, everything. They, now we get them. Amen. I'm not even claiming that we get them in that sense. I'm just saying, we know that many of these people started out here. But there's something about where they get to that does not let them fit again in the church. Well, that has to change. I'm teaching you wisdom. I'm teaching you how to manage your time. Amen. So believe in Kairos. But while you wait for Kairos, work on Kronos. Ah, work hard. Areas, you must work hard. Number one. This is the surprising one. Your finances. Uh, I know it's not what you were expecting me to talk about. I'm not a prosperity preacher. I'll. But, <laughs> I'll be lying to you if I don't tell you this. Areas you must work hard at. Uh, this is wisdom. I'm telling you. You're what? I know many of you are surprised. Now This is my first point. Well, you know me. I don't mind swords. I don't... Have I taught you... One money will get you millions. Never. I don't. But I'm telling you by the wisdom of God. That this is the way that the world works. Work on your finances. Amen. I would not keep... Listen, it's not for you to keep coming for meeting, praying, praying, praying. Someone will give you 5 million naira. You will squander it in two days. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So you have to, listen, simple wisdom will change your life forever. So number one, your finances. There will come a time where this jail-free card will not work anymore. Are you listening to me? You keep making financial decisions you cannot afford. Always you. You are taking bike now to your friend's house in Lekki. You do not have money, you are expecting that when you read it and say, Chief, chief, boss. Yeah. One day, they'll go beat you. <laughs> are you listening to me? I hope you're learning. I hope you're not just laughing, but you're learning. Number one, your finances. You must work on it. If nobody will say it, by the privilege of God, and by my position in this ministry, I can say it. Don't be burden to people around you. Amen. Amen. Work on your finances. God keeps bailing you out every time. When well, it's high time, you work on your finances. I'm not talking about the money your father gave you. Amen. I'm saying work on your finances. Don't become a liability to the people around you. It must. Do you know it stifles people's ability to help you when you become a burden. People's process of giving you, 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 you. But we want to help other people. Amen. Don't become a liability. It's important you learn this. There's the, I, there are some people that will just frustrate you. Finances. While I'm addressing finances, let me address betting. It will ruin you. Hey! Maybe, you didn't expect me to say this. Have you respected theology, everything? Good. That's why I came. It will ruin you. It will turn friends to enemies. There's something about that thing that will chase everybody that loves you away from you. The only people that might remain might be your parents. Are you learning something? Yes, sir. This is important. If you need help, seek help. Seek help. Finances. So, why must you work on your finances? Number one, money is not evil. What did I say? Money is not evil. Is not evil. So now I'm going to change your perspective on money. Money is not evil. What is evil? Well, the love of money. Are you getting this? Money is not evil. It's the love of money that is evil. The love of money is what is the root of evil. Money is a tool. It's currency, like every other currency, that you need in exchange of value. And this is the way the world works. In Proverbs chapter 21, verse 20, the Bible says, There is desirable treasure and oil in the dwelling of the wise. But a foolish man squanders it. Did you hear that? There is desirable treasure and oil. So, it means that a wise man, whatever he does, still has oil. Well, maybe because he has a saving culture. Maybe because he invests. But he knows. Because to be wise is to know that you need money to survive on this earth. Can I tell you, if you don't want to face, thank God for your own temptation that is not heavy. Some people's temptation, you know, I don't don't like to compare. When you see somebody, maybe his own is sexual, whatever it is, bless your Jesus, that your own is not like his own. Amen. You don't want to put yourself in a compromising situation where you have to get tempted with respect to finances. Yeah. Ha! If you stop working and you cannot eat, you'll be surprised the things you do. Yes. Did you hear what I said? Yes. You'll be surprised the kind of temptation. The people that you're seeing that are doing co- things that are not right today, it's not necessarily because they wanted to. Yes, uh, hmm. Are you learning? It's not necessarily because they wanted to. They found themselves in positions that they could not come out of. Money is a tool. Proverbs thirteen eleven, It says, Wealth gained by dishonesty will be diminished, but he who gathers by labor will increase. So it's not evil to gather wealth by labor. Amen. Amen. It's not evil. Don't have that mentality that Christian people must be poor. Please, no. Work hard, make money, amen. Through legitimate and legal means. Proverbs chapter fourteen, verse twenty-three. I hope you are not sleeping. Are you learning something? Proverbs fourteen twenty-three. In labor there is profit, but the idle chatter, the idle chatter leads only to poverty. So in labor there is what profit. This is not wrong. I'm trying to change your mindset. Money is not evil. There's something about our mindset when we get saved that makes profitable ventures now look to us like we are committing sin. No, seek profitable ventures. Amen. Ask for that raise if you can. Amen. Amen. Even me, I'm guilty of it. Be doing good, boy, good, boy, good. Ask for the raise if you need to. You are working hard. Hallelujah. So, to want money in and of itself is not wrong. The motive is what is the problem. Because you need it to survive. Amen. The simple reason why you need money is because you have kids. That you take care of amen. You have a family that you need to take care of. Please, are you learning something? This is important, very, very what important. Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 10. It says, For even when we were with you, we commanded you this. If anyone does not walk, he shall know what eat. So the Bible has said it. If you don't walk, don't eat. So walk, work, work hard and work. Amen. What did I say? Work, work, work hard and what? Work. Have something that you're doing. Have something that you are investing in. Talk to people. Learn a skill. So at least you'll be able to fend for yourself. Because the Bible says if you don't work, you should know it. Know it be a burden to people this is important are you listening to me no matter how spiritual you are have a trade i mentioned a few minutes that i worked mcdonald's i look at me like sir what are you doing there well i needed to survive and i worked that did not in any way define me or my kid in life amen the day the people in my store heard that i was doing a the master's their face changed towards me well, because part to that I was a high school child. I mean, so the, I don't dream them because I, I had that afro then just wear glasses, wear face mask, just walk in, continue doing my work and then leave. Well, I didn't need to de- I didn't need to tell anybody who I was. Nobody need to know Pastor Mike is the one. No. I did my work, I made my money, paid my rent. You don't work, you sleep on the street. <laughs> so work. And work hard. I did. Listen, some of you, the dream the dream you have, you cannot fund it if you don't do another job for now. Stop, stop this idea. I want to, I'm a musician, I'm a rapper. Bro, you can't go to the studio unless you have money. Stop waiting for one Kairos that might not come anytime soon. Work hard. Start somewhere, save the money, do your first track so you can at least demo to somebody. Yes. What do you want to demo? You, you want to be holding your mic everywhere. Yes. And so inside the car, say let me quickly demo for you. Let me quickly demo. Some of you, the way you go about it, is why nobody helps you. Let me demo for you. Let me demo for you. Demo for you. Be resourceful. Do you know? Ah, there's something that can cause someone to favor you just by seeing your hard work. Yes. Yes. Just by seeing your hard work. Ah, you are not you are not sleeping at home. You are hustling here. You are if not because Nigeria things eh? used to. There was this guy on Maryland. wear wears suits. Nice waistcoats in Lagos. The place called Maryland in Lagos. Waistcoat, suits, trousers. Do you know what he's doing? We're cleaning people's windshield. He branded himself. He will clean windshield. If you give him money, fine. If you don't give him money, fine. Someone picked him up from there. Gave him a job. Changed his life. Amen. You are reading success story, success story, but you are waiting. My husband, how will they see you to help you? Sometimes, listen, I'm going to tell you something that you, you, it will shock you. The job I have today, I did not start there as a project manager, I started there ironing. Did you hear what I said? I started there doing what ironing. I will work McDonald's, then go to the person's house, to bring his clothes. You know why he wanted to help? But he could not just be giving me money? Say, can you iron? I said, ah. <laughs> we have experience now. <laughs> first born with my father, who was an elder, who is an elder in church, so they wear shirt every Sunday. Good, I iron. So one day he came and said, ah. Very fast you are done. I, do you know the first thing? I never tried to waste the time because he paid me per hour. Sometimes before the hour is done, I finished all the clothes. I never. Pastor, you don't do things. You don't see things. You will never know now. They write the down for forehead. No. Well, I did it, it gave me extra income and I survived. It did not change my name. Neither did it change who I am. It just added to my story. Now you are saying success story. Hey, Pastor. Well, then it wasn't funny. It was, it, it, it was hard work. But I did it. Are you see what I'm saying? of you, they say, learn the, you say, me, 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 Taylor, why will I do that? What's wrong with you? Please, I hope people are learning what I'm saying, you know. You say, me, Taylor, what's wrong? I, I don't know what's wrong with you. He's somebody now, that is calling himself, he has branded himself. So, he started from this same thing that you, you are rejecting. And now he's a fashion designer making suits for Big people because he was diligent. You you say me, Taylor. Come down and learn it. So you can change your name from Taylor to fashion Designer. Right? Just learn it first. Amen. Learn it. At least use it to fund your passion. Use it to fund your passion. What do you want to do? Real estate. Right now, you cannot buy any house. <laughs> <Are> we, <laughs> you know how much houses. So, if what you can do at this point is intern in a company that is doing it, start there. I wanted to start learning, you know. I wanted to go into product management, web design, everything. Company was paying me thirty k. Many years ago, my friend took me there. Pastor Any, go there together. We we'll leave. Go there together. We leave. We evangelize in BRT bus stop, and we go home. After work, we go to BRT stop. We evangelize. We go home. I worked there. A few months later, the salary increased. So I went to another place. Listen, some of you, eh, you are rejecting the job because now you have calculated it that it's going to, ah, transport, going to be transport. But at least you have a job. Amen? You are not just sitting at home. You are gaining experience at least. I hope what I'm teaching you is, is blessing you. Does the ministry hear me well? Yes, the ministry is supposed to, to take care from you they give me notes for my own. I'm joking, it's me that I said you should give me notes. I'm joking. <laughs> it's me that I said you should give me notes. I'm joking. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna speed Ah, oh, I have so much to teach, God. I have so much to teach. Listen. Does the ministry hear me well? Yes, the ministry is supposed to take care of the minister. But until the ministry can do that, continue to sponsor the ministry. Don't, don't stop your work just because the Lord has called you. If the Lord did not ask you to stop, continue. Continue. This is the mistake that people of old made. Now you want to marry somebody. You know, I wanted to get married and someone in my wife's family said, Oh, is not starting a church. Unless you not giving my daughter... You know why they are saying this? they've had the experiences of people who just quit the job. Now the ministry cannot fund the work. Now the family is suffering. The husband is not working. He said, "God, yeah, some of them. Maybe if God says you should not work, then don't work. But you stop working. You are wicked. It's true. It's wickedness. Continue to sponsor the work. Continue. Continue to give." Do something and give. When it's time to leave your work, you will know. God will let you know. Because that's why we see men who become thieves in church. If you do that, you will start having special donation service when God did not send you. Because if you don't get it, you will not eat. It has become a business, not ministry. See, there must be a balance, so... There must be a balance. I appreciate and like to find, find ways to, you know, honor people, give honorarium and things like that. Some people have changed my perspective totally. Only they wanted to invite Pastor Nat to Babcock, we had only 100K. We were small. What, 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 what were we doing as honorarium? We <sighs> said, how will we do it? It's big. What are we going to do? We reached out. He came. I wanted to give him money. He said, no. <laughs> He said, you know, what? We, we continue to him He said, you know, if you want to give the musicians, because at least they. So in my mind, sir, you sponsored yourself to come here. That means that even though he's receiving, the work is feeding him, he's still giving back. Ah, that blessed me. I know people have taken advantage of it in the past. But the excesses of others, the extreme of others must not drive us to extremes. The fact that you went somewhere and they gave you gala one time does not mean everybody is going to give you gala. Before they invite you, say, you must get hotel. Calm down. Calm down. They are big, they are big men. People I have invited sometimes and I'm like, ah. I don't know how, but I know you have something to bless our people. What are we going, how are we going to do this? If you don't look into some people's ministry, you don't know what is going on. This is the second meeting we're having out of three. For a ministry as small as us. <laughs> so if you call you say we want to buy tonight, you say five million. <laughs> Amen. Just calm down. There are some things, eh, some people, it's not even that they don't want to pay you because they know your value. They might just say, okay, give us some time. Not that. The first thing, before they even have conversations with you, you've already slapped them with bureaucracy. You've already everything in front. You say, oh, you cannot talk to me or talk, talk, talk to, You, you. You that you say, pastor, if you need my help, reach out to me. Now they are reaching out to you. You now say, come and talk to my PA. The thing we used to see, eh, as men of God. Now you say, ah, pastor, anytime you need me or oh, call me, oh. Now we are, you are not picking the call. You now say, talk to my PA now your PA don't charge us. Charge us. <laughs> like my spiritual man say, you never even blew like that. Though. You can't Amen. I have a lot to say. So, finance. Number one was what? Money is not evil. Number two, money is a tool. What did I say? Money is a tool. There are many things you want to do in this life that you need money for, including ministry. This is what I'm saying. Because you are not going to buy keyboard by faith, you buy it with money. I'm not going to travel from Canada to here by faith You pay money in the millions. Amen. We're not going to everything we are doing, money is involved. So money is a tool. Now, sir, we should get it. Do you see what I'm saying? Say a tool. People don't tell you the truth, but I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> money is what? A tool. And you must get it. Get it to sponsor the gospel. If, or if you are even like, ah, I don't want money, I don't know why you don't want money, but if you are, I don't, for the sake of the gospel, get money. Do you know what I'm saying? Get money. For the sake of your family to get money. Don't bring a child into this world you cannot take care of. Money has wings. Number three. Number one was what? Money is not evil. Money is not evil. Get money. Number two? Money is a tool. Use money. Number three, money has wings. Save and invest money. (laughs) Are you hearing me? The Bible actually says it that money has wings and can fly away. Are you learning something? I'm saying this because many times it's not the devil attacking your finances. It's just poor financial management. (laughs) Are you learning? It's not the devil attacking your finances. It's poor financial management. So, you don't need a genius to tell you that after seven years of plenty, there might be seven years of, of famine. Amen. You don't listen, COVID taught us a lesson. You don't need a genius to tell you that when things are going well, prepare. It's not course. Things might not go bad, but what if? Are you getting what I'm saying? What if you lost your job yesterday, you're already broke? No savings. Amen. At least have something. Listen. If you are getting married soon, hear this and hear this well. This is the wisdom that we use. As you get married, open children's school fees fund. No matter how small it is, be putting something there. Anyways, it depends on you. If you If you have your child in the first year, your money might not reach, but bid yourself. Give yourself small time. Amen start saving something. Have emergency funds. That you can even implement now. Have emergency funds. Have an investment fund as well. That's if your salary is able to have. So based on how much your salary is, you can know what to remove. Then have living expense. Try to live inside your living expense. Are you see what I'm saying? Try to live there. Then have savings. Have savings. Do you know what emergency fund does? If you deplete your savings, there's still emergency fund. You will never be broke. Are you listening to me? You will never be broke. And you think you cannot, but get apps that will help you. Close your eyes. That I'm not touching this money. It will save you. Then if you are making a lot, have a giving purse. Just to help people that need the help. So that you are not eating your living expense to help. You are still financially prudent. Are you learning something? This is important. Money has wings. God did not tell Joseph to save. He only told him there will be seven years of famine. By wisdom, he said, save, 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 save. Sorry, I forgot. To remove your tithes too. <laughs> Do you know the funny part of it? Sometimes it's hard. We know. I remember one time when we were making financial plan. When we remove everything. we are like, ah, where's tights? It was looking like maybe we should not do the full term. Nobody will know. I said, not nah lie. <laughs> now nah lie. And if you ever want to do well, bid yourself. Listen, you don't pay your tithes. We've never said the devourer will devour you. No, no devourer will devour you. But listen, as a person who knows that God is a source, you must learn to give back. Not only that, you also know that money is a tool so you need to partner with your local church for the spread of the gospel, amen Amen. then you need to appreciate God for what he has done in your life Are you get what I'm saying, so it's you and God it's not you and pastor I said you know what, no we will not do and just eat it that will be the first thing we'll remove and that's what we removed and that was what was sustaining the church in Windsor for a very long time there are some of you that if you don't give your tithe, you know that it will affect your church and some things they pay for Amen. So, that is very... I'm not saying it's because the judge wants to steal your money. I've taught you to give. Amen. I've taught you to give. The Bible teaches you. The Bible actually teaches you that through the work of the ministers, as opposed to eat of the ministry. So, some of you don't make your pastor's thieves. Give so that they'll be able to, you know, sustain their lives. Especially those of you that have pastors that are not working any other job. This is all they do. It's a huge sacrifice. Amen. I'm trying to rush because of time. So money has what? Wings. Don't spend all you make. Money disappears. No matter you invest. I'm not talking MMO. I'm trying to be very direct to everybody today. Invest in something stable. Invest. If it stocks, buy. Amen? Buy an asset. I think that's always a good idea. Because especially something that doesn't depreciate, buy an asset. You just know that they are trading on the internet if you will suffer. <laughs> Amen. But listen, I'm not even saying don't trade it at all. Amen. There are people who have invested in, in, in stuff like that that have done very well. There's nothing in scriptures against it. Just invest is what I'm saying. Remember, if you have an investment fund, it will never eat into your living expense. You have money you literally saved for investment. Invest. Have alternate sources of income. Something that at least gives you extra money outside your salary. Think of ways to multiply your money. Are you getting what I'm saying? Invest. Number two. I don't know if I can teach everything. I want to teach today. So we spoke about finance first, right? Number two, be wise about your relationships. I'm gonna speed up. Be wise about what your relationships. Ah, this is important. And I will rush through the point. Number one, do not shy away from beneficial relationships. What did I say? I don't know what you think you are, melancholy, sanguine, cockroach. I I don't know what you think you are, but listen. Do not shy away from beneficial relationships. We were created to be relational beings. Did you hear what I said? We were created to be what? There's almost nothing in this world that you will need to do alone. You will need people. Amen. You will need what? People. At the time, ah, when people get me angry, I will start looking for how to do things by myself. You will need people. You can't grow without men. What did I say? cannot be an island of knowledge. You will need someone to see you and tell you what you can't see in yourself. Are you getting this? Somebody has broken your heart before. Please. That does not mean all men has come. We need to talk about it. We need to stop this generalization. The solution to church hearts is look for another church. Not to stop going to church forever. The solution to broken hearts is to love on Jesus and try again. Yeah. Try again. You too, where are you looking for the men? <laughs> so don't just say... Because, can I tell you something? If you raise your daughters with that mentality... Ah, amen. Listen. This is the reason... In, you are saying men has, come, men has come instead of you to train your sons better you are still saying it yet you have a son oh. now I say men are free free to do whatever they want that's the problem you protect the girl child and yes society is not fair on the girl child if we are being honest but you will be shocked what I want to say next Society is not fair on the girl child, but it's worse on the boy child. Because we think freedom is good for him. But you don't know that's what is making him the scum that you think he is. So, you don't let the girl go out, but the boy now, king of the streets. streets. (laughs) Some of us wish that we had been protected better. Are you getting what I'm saying? Some of us wish. Some of us wish that uncle did not come to our house with that phone that had that pornographic video. We wish. Are you see what I'm saying? So, it's not about boy or girl. It's about raising kids right. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's about... Ra- I wish I had time. Time. I want to say plenty to I need to skip. I was, I was spending too much time on that. But listen. If we raise put the same attention on the boy child too. Stay inside. Where are you going now? Stay inside. Later, you'll be claiming equality. Yet, you are still treating the boy different. Listen, man, I know, I know. Don't go and I know. We are equal. But when it comes to the context of marriage, well, there's submission. Yes or no? Yes. Hallelujah. That's all about that. But what I'm saying is this. Well, treat the boy child as well with care. With care. And this is important. So, you need friends. The Bible says it's not good for a man to be alone. That's a show that you need some form of partnership in your life. I don't have time to explain that today. But in Proverbs 18 verse 21, it says, They are friends who destroy each other, but real friends stick closer than a brother. You you need people in your life, please. You need people. You need people. I, I need to talk about it a lot, but I'm going to skip. In the days of adversity, you will appreciate friends. Especially friends who stir you up in the things of the spirit. Amen. Another point on relationships. Strengthen existing relationships. Especially God-ordained ones. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 19. It says, an offended friend is harder to win back than a fortified city. Ah! Argument separates friends like a gate locked with bars. Listen. Cherish your friends. And in some of you, stop this attitude of complaining, being the victim, victim, victim. They say there's click in that church. There's click in that church. There's click. There's click. It's not a click. The way that they would grow spiritually is if they hold themselves together and they pray together. They form a bond. If you want to join, go and meet them. Amen. Amen. Listen, there is no church that you will see that there will be no clicks. Because we encourage it. Gather as brothers and pray. Gather is not click as you think it is. No. Gather. So if you two, you want. The problem is that you cannot meet up to their standard. Now you are jealous. Are they preach? Good. Is that the truth? Many times. Sometimes. <laughs> are you see what I am saying? It is not click. Sometimes you don't know what the other people are going through. Sometimes that friend that you say is not checking up on you, actually did not check on you because he had higher standards about you. So he didn't think anything was wrong with you. you now I was handling such a situation recently. Someone was complaining. They did not check up on me. I thought we were friends. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Even me, I will not have checked up on you. You missed two meetings. And you are a leader. Who will check up on you? No one because we know you know what to do. It's until we don't see you for a long time do not say, ah, 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 let's check up on him. You now say it's later they are checking up on you. We, uh, we hold you to higher esteem. That's why now you, you are vexing that you used to check up on people. Nobody's checking up on you. You don't do things like that. that that's Leadership is sacrifice. Are you seeing what I'm saying? This is important. Hold friendship strong. But listen, make sure that before you pick an offense against a brother, you have a conversation. I'm telling you what to save your friendships. Have a conversation. If the person now dismisses you totally, uh-huh, maybe pick an offense. I remember, we, this is my friend here, my best friend here, we, we've struggled in the past. There was a time we could not see eye to eye. Just they vexed me. Wait, wait till they do you. <laughs> and do you know the funniest thing? One time we had a conversation after I traveled because settling down was hard for me. I could have reached out a lot of them. We had not been speaking. And you know the funniest thing? We just made a decision. I'm like, I they call you. You're not going to pick my call. He like, he's busy, but he knows he can do better. I mean, so I'm like, I know that also. Like, there's some things to expect of me. So we spoke and we said, you know what? We must call more. I'm telling you, we just had that agreement. We must call more. Since that day, it's not the one that you have agreement, you will not change. If I call him and he does not pick, he will call me back or he would text. Do you know that simple effort? Oh my God, he made me know that there is value in this Really, he, he heard what I was saying. It's not the thing, oh, hey, now you, now you, now you, hey, now you, you're pointing the blame. No. Sometimes yield. For the sake of the friendship, sometimes yield. I had a business contract with a friend. I believe that I was right. But conversations were already stemming up that I'm like, ah, I mean, we believe that we did follow ourselves talk like this because of how much I, don't, I said okay you are correct I'll find alternatives to solve the problem anything and you on the other hand don't now be the devil that will continue the fight the person is you you are now saying, yes you see you see that's how you did yesterday what was wrong with you please are you learning something are you gaining wisdom strengthening existing relationships go extra miles for friends like David and Jonathan. Some of you, what you need to do in your life is to learn how to give gifts. Just show people that I appreciate you. Even me, I must learn. Some of you, is called. You are terrible with calls. Ah! Ah! Jeez. Terrible with calls. <laughs> Bro, you are smiling at the back. It's terrible with calls, Abby. You, you have to go the extra mile sometimes. Some, you know, it's in me now. I know my own. Everybody knows my own. It's text. Uh, you both, okay, you both, okay me, text so I tell everybody, I say, you know what, if you text me once and I know, so just call, because many chats enter my phone it's only when I have time to sit down but I still know that it's not them, it's me that needs to change, some of you, you will still be defending yourself improve, improve call, sometimes you know, you know, when we were 70 in the online community, I used to call everybody I would take a weekend, call everybody when we grew more than that, when we got to like 120, it was harder. In recent times, one day I started from the top. I was praying for everyone, giving everybody word of knowledge. One by one, one by one, one by one. You received, right? But well, I got to a place and then I was tired. <laughs> it's hard, but I've made an effort. I still plan to do for the rest. I know where I stopped. I marked it in my notes. Are you seeing what I'm saying? I marked it in my notes. To establish the relationship. Some of you, you need to you never spoken to someone on the community before. Say hi. Hello. How are you? You're looking at me. That's good. <laughs> Say hello. Because listen. Ah, It's important. I know it feels sometimes like you don't have space in your heart for too many people. But that's the lie of the devil. You can love like Christ. You've received the sacrifice of Jesus. You can love. There is grace that I believe I receive. That's why I know everybody in the community. The funniest part is that I can identify everybody in community by voice. Voice. So you can. Love. Call. I know that follow-up has shown you Pepe. So <laughs> Alex, follow-up has shown you Pepe. When you're calling people, they're like, eh, sorry, what do you want? Why are you in my DM? I know people are like that, but that does not mean you will stop. Place a call. Show people that you care let me tell you what people think you think hey time is gone that's my final whistle. <laughs> you think love languages only work in romantic relationships you think that's why but when you realize that love generally people know to receive listen don't continue to force the way you know how to give love on people learn how they like to receive love and try to do it try it might be hard try Amen. Try. Sometimes you know they try to they do Secret Santa again because someone is saying that they going to buy. Ready? You know, maybe we should still do it. You no, know, it's not Secret Santa. It's Secret Jesus. Hey, love man, I'm, I'm joking. Please. <laughs> please, are you seeing what I'm saying? This is important. Learn it with your friendships. This is simple wisdom. Some relationships that you need to establish, you need to put efforts in. You're trying to establish a relationship with someone to get a job. You can't just budge in and start trying to invade their space. There are simple principles of relationships that will get you where you need to be. Number one, courtesy. Are you getting what I'm saying? Courtesy. As simple as it is. courtesy. I saw somebody one day, you know, older than me. I could tell you, definitely, you know, you can tell. And it was honoring me. I said, ah. You think if I have anything to favor him, I will not first favor him. Number two, honor. Honor comes with many different things. It can be a gift. It can be something. That pastor now that you're angry with that did not pick your call. (laughs) Let me not talk. If I talk, you think I'm talking about me. (laughs) Amen. Listen. One of the easiest way to break any ministry is strife. Strife. Any ministry. And one of the greatest ways for a ministry to grow is love. Love for God. Love for their ministry gifts. Love for each other. If you have that, any work will grow. Are you getting what I'm saying? Love. I wish I had time. Maybe I'll do part two of this. Maybe in Lagos. <laughs> Amen. Maybe then I'll talk about your health. The third place you need to be wise is your health, because the only way you do what God wants you to do is if you live long. Amen. Then, mm-hmm. Thank God, I don't have time to say this part. We, we need to be sleeping better. We, we do. We, we need it. We, we do. We. Amen. So if I say you now, you will say, "Ah, Pastor, how about you?" We need to sleep better. I, I understand it too. Oh. <laughs> I remember one day I woke up in the morning. I heard Pastor David. Um David Abioye, he said, What are you doing with your youth? Only you, you are sleeping eight hours. You and there's wisdom in that because there's also hard work that it takes to do ministry. Then in the next hour again, apostle is preaching. My spiritual father he says, Sleep. oh, <laughs> Sleep. I said, Lord, what will I do? <laughs> Well, it means there has to be balance. There will be times when you need to work hard, and you can't sleep enough. But after that, sleep, rest. Like now, as I was preaching, I was already thinking that this coming week now, maybe Monday, Tuesday, I will just stay house, eat, chop, rest, because the next two weeks, the last week has been heavy. Next two weeks again. Heavy. So listen, rest. Let it be a motivation to you when you see people who are doing the extra mile and balancing it. You can do it. But after that, as well, find time. Amen. Find what? Time. So health. I can't talk about it a lot because you know we don't have enough time. I'm going to pause here. Can we rise to our feet? Once I'm done, I'm something. Yeah. Was this important? Did I waste your time? Yes? Yes? I did? Okay. We're going to pray. And you're going to say, Lord, I walk in your wisdom and in your balance all the days of my life. It's a simple prayer, but I want you to pray it with all your heart. Say, Lord, I walk in your wisdom. Everything I've heard, I put it to practice. I walk in your wisdom and in your balance all the days of my life. Can you begin to pray wherever you are? Father, we declare in the name of Jesus that we walk in spiritual wisdom all the days.